operating under the crooked American radio system too long. Bucking Idiots Podcast. Pronounced Bucking Idiots Podcast. Adjective meaning putting out that buccaneer knowledge while entertaining the masses. Being fool asses yet remaining fly at the same time. Now look at yourself. Are you down for this Bucking Idiots Podcast? I know I am. Matter of fact, fuck doing anything else. This is G-Funk saying right on to the real and deaf to the fakers. Peace out. Know the cat like a dope meme. I got him buzzing up the crack like a dope fiend. They saw him come up with a Mac, yeah, I'm so Steve. Nowadays, bitches trying crack, got him ODing. Like how them hoes wanna get it with L. They know it's cold enough to charge like a letterman sale. If they gon' stand behind the bars, I'm in federal jail. I'm going far like a general mail. On that note, I got the fella saying, What up, the tape, what up, the same motherfucker playing with a steak cut up. I'm great, shut up. The floor ain't no debate, just us. I'm hey. out of shape, but I'm straight to fuck. Hey, you know I got hey. a chicken in the condo. I was sick of getting on the now she playing with the hard D, What's D and good? Rondo. Drunk and go inside of all sweet like it's a strong your boy. How I'ma do? I got your ex coming next like a dang bad. I got a flex, I'm the best. Now I'm King being direct. I'm impressed by these bitches that are seeing Back the in the building the once like again for a fresh new fucking idiots podcast. And you know it feels so good, baby. Three in a row. Let me hear it. Three in a row. Yeah. <laughs> oh man uh, what a relief right especially the way that three started that game because that was ugly but he pulled himself up by his britches like he always seems to do because james james has thick skin we knew that we knew that when we drafted him he had thick skin he has that cornerback mentality where he's able to shake off a turnover or two and usually can rein it back in and play within himself. And that's exactly what he did in this game. Kind of like a boxer who likes to get hit and taste his own blood before he gets serious and locks in. I don't know. It's not a good trait to have in your quarterback, that's for sure. Uh, and all the haters out there and those fencers like me cringe and say, oh, damn it, Jameis, this is why I don't want you here when shit like that happens. And then we jump right back on the bandwagon again when Jameis does great shit. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, Mike Evans, it was a beautiful pass and he can throw the long ball and we start talking good about him again. And that is the madness that is Jameis Winston. Uh, and as the season closes, we're gonna have plenty of time to dissect where we go from here with Jameis. It's just good to get another win, isn't it? Three in a row. I can't remember the last time we won three games in a row here in Tampa. <sighs> I know you statisticians and you Google, you know, masters are on there figuring it out right now. And it's probably all over Twitter and I just missed it. But again, I don't remember the last time we won three games in a row. 
maybe in the Dirt Cutters nine and seven season, possibly. And those of you who see the glass half empty are going to be like, well, these are three games that are meaningless, especially now that we know that we're mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. But I've never been of that mindset, unless it comes down to like maybe the last game of the season where it's between a win or a loss to get the number one pick over the second pick. That's really the only reason I would get my panties in a wad over us winning games. And even then, it's hard for me to to come to grips with throwing a game. It's just not in my my nature. I believe that every game is winnable. In the NFL, that really is true. On week to, week to week basis, we see teams that have no business winning beating the other teams, and that's because you know it only there's only a couple players and a couple plays that seem to separate teams in the win loss category. Unless you play in the AFC East. And you just get shot on every year by the same team. And, you know, that's a, that's a whole different story. It seems like that division can never get out of its own way. And New England just dominates every year. And they have an easy stroll right to the Super Bowl every fucking year. But this year, that might be different. Uh, Buffalo. Buffalo. Buffalo's got a team, man. But fuck that division. And fuck the rest of the NFL. We're here to talk Buccaneers football. And there's a whole lot to talk about. Yesterday's game was crazy. I mean, we had big plays. We had guys come off the bench and perform. We had the greatness that is Bashad Perryman, you know, have another good game. And we even had motherfucking Randy Watson come out there and show out. Came out of nowhere. What's up, Randy? I want you to put your hands together. And welcome him to the stage. Big round of applause for Jackson Heights' own Mr. Randy Watson. Yes, Randy Watson. <laughs> that boy is good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Mr. Randy Watson. Yes. Bro, Randy balled out. I mean, where the hell did where is hell has seventeen been the whole season? Hiding behind me thirteen. And for Randy to come off the bench like he did, man, it just it speaks it speaks volumes about Randy's heart. I mean, lots of us have lots of us have questioned why Randy's even on this team. You know, the roster spot could go to somebody else. But then, you know, when you need somebody to just pick you up and take you to the next level, okay, make big touchdown catches, big third down conversions, you need a guy like Randy to come off the bench. And that's exactly what Randy did. Mr. Randy Watson, yes! I mean, we talk about culture change here a lot, don't we? We talk about the movement of, of trying to build a winner. And that's how you build a winner. It's not your, your, your best guys, it's your worst guys. Your worst guys have to step up. And you know, the bottom of the roster, the bottom of the 53, really have to step up when the rubber meets the road. And this Sunday, the rubber met the road, and Randy, Randy, you know, stood up. Mr. Randy Watson, yes! And all signs point to Mike Evans being out for the rest of the season. And that scares me. That scared me in this game. Well, we wondered where the offensive production would come from when Mike went down. Obviously, we know Chris Godwin is a god, and he's going to ball out. But it takes more than one. And I'm no longer worried, man. I don't know about you guys, but in Randy, I trust. Mr. Randy Watson, yes! 
So with Randy balling out and Perriman fucking waking up and starting to live up to expectations, that might just be what we need to carry us through the rest of the season to get three more wins. We stack three. We need three more. We're going to Detroit, and we should whoop some Motown ass. That's what I'm saying. Okay, big big ups to this Buccaneer group. Standing up, winning three straight in the face of all adversity. And you got to love it. You got to love it as Bucks fans. We could be talking about Jameis Winston's interceptions today. We could be talking about this coaching staff and, and, and Vernon Hargraves and, oh, what, you know, Jason Light and all this shit. But no, changes have been made. Screws have been tightened. Players have been cut. And most important, young guys have been stepping up all over the place. Devin White with the key strip at the end of the game. Sean Murphy bunting happens to be in the right place at the right time more often than not now these days. And talk about Carlton Davis. Carlton Davis really has been standing up. And Jamel Dean, you know, showed his, his green out there a little bit when he panicked and tackled that receiver at the end of the game. It could have been costly. Actually, it was costly, but hey, we still found a way to win. So the young guys are out there making plays, you know, led by Mr. Randy Watson. Yes. <laughs> All right, intern Betty, you're getting a little bit out of control. Do I have to take the soundboard away from you, bitch? Randy Watson. <laughs> that boy is good. Betty, stop it now. Randy Watson. <laughs> that boy is good. <laughs> fuck you, stank. I'll do whatever the fuck I want, bitch. Randy Watson. <laughs> that boy is good. Betty, I swear, to God, I swear to God, Betty, I will commit a crime live on podcast air. I'll do it, okay? I've choked an old lady out before, and it's been a long time. I got it expunged, so don't even try to Google it, fucking idiots. But it's been a while, all right? I got good lawyers, and I know how to hide Mr. Them. Randy Watson, yes! <laughs> I wish you guys could see stank right now. Uh, his ears are getting all red. His blood pressure is rising through the roof. But, but Betty, fuck him. I swear, Betty. Betty, don't test me. Randy Watson. Yes. Randy Watson. <laughs> that boy is good. Mm -hmm. Good and terrible. Betty, enough of the bullshit and shenanigans. Okay? Cue up them Bucks takes. Because I know we got some. All right, bitch. Go ahead and do it. Nothing better than a victory. Nothing better than a victory. It's Bobby Middleton calling from Seaport City, Savannah, Georgia. Holding it down. Chop, chopping it. I stay battling these jokers. I went all the way to Jacksonville and I gave them the blues down there. The defense showed up and gave me a great show. You know, I just love it, man. They, I, they constantly hate no James. That's fine. I'd rather him throw three picks and four touchdowns in the W. And to throw five touchdowns and no interceptions and lose like Drew Brees. You know what I'm saying? I mean, hey, you know whether we make the playoffs or not, we just look good. We just having fun. Everybody turning the corner. Devin White is amazing. Uh, I just love it. Go Bucks! Go Bucks! Go Bucks! Go Bucks! Go Bucks! Go Bucks! You can't say it any better than that, Bobby. I appreciate the Bucks take. And you're right on the money. This young core group of Bucks players that I questioned heavily is starting to show 
their potential. We're starting to see chemistry out there. Like I said, Davis, big game. Devin White, three weeks in a row, making plays that matter. Edwards had some good moments. And while Dean didn't have a good day, the other guys picked it up. And we've also seen young guys like Kappa step up this year and really make an impact. And then out of the blue, not to harp on his performance, but Randy Watson. Mr. Randy Watson, yes! Stealing our hearts, filling our minds with beauty. And, you know, it's crazy that um, I'm, I'm a good ways into this podcast. And I haven't even mentioned the rookie. The one that's carried this team on his back. And that's Matt Gay. Okay, for those who, who who follow me and follow the Loose Cannons podcast, we kind of got a Loose Idiots thing going. Uh, and and uh, speaking of Loose Idiots, I had a terrible year fantasy football-wise. We had a Loose Idiots fantasy football league, and I'm ashamed of my performances. But uh, playoffs, I think, are underway. And as those come to a close, I'll be announcing the winners and the prizes. And I also owe a interview to the biggest loser uh, when we were doing our weight loss challenge in October. And I'll get that information on the next podcast as well, because that that winner gets to come on the podcast and chop it up with your boy. And I can't wait for that. But back to what I was saying. We've had a lot of impactful moments by the young guys on this roster. We haven't had that under previous regimes. We haven't seen development of players under previous regimes we've seen failures quite a few of them guys get cut draft picks get cut free agent additions that haven't worked out not a whole lot of development until now and i know it's early i don't want to put the cart before the horse i don't want to go out there you know and get all hard and lubed up yet but it's exciting and so i'm going to allow myself to get excited because we don't have these moments very often. We don't have a lot to get excited about. Three straight motherfucking wins. I'm excited about that. And I'm not going to apologize to anybody. Okay? All right. On to the next one. Thank you, Bobby. We won! Hell yeah! Oh, man. That was a good game. But, ooh, I was sweating there for a little bit. So what do you do with Jameis? Wow, I don't know. I say franchise tag him for a year. Let's get some O-line help and, you know, then let's see what happens. And definitely, please, can we try to keep this defense together. But what an awesome game. And I'm jealous that you got to go. But, man, the crowd was loud. I was really, really proud. So on to Detroit, and we'll see what happens. They got their asses kicked today by the Vikings. Uh, but, yeah, go Bucks! Hell yeah, Michelle. It was nice to go to a game where we came out the winner. Um, the last game I went to this season was the Giants game, and the other two I couldn't go for medical reasons and business reasons. Um, so getting out there, getting to see the boys get the W – it felt so damn good, man. I can't lie. Um, we did pregame at the What the Buck tailgate. 
And I don't know if some of you guys saw on Twitter, but I posted a video of me and G-Funk at the What the Buck tailgate. And then somebody tagged Plies in it because evidently in the background of my video was a Plies song. Well, Plies happened to see that evidently and he stole my motherfucking video and posted it on his Instagram and it got like 100,000 views. And I'm fucking famous now, y'all. All right, this might be the last podcast you hear from me because your boys made it. All right, so I'm going to go put a Bentley on layaway. Uh, I got lots of shopping to do, man. I've been dreaming of this moment all my life. I am internet famous, and it's been nice knowing y'all, but ah, I'm out this bitch. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, yeah, anyways, Plies did steal my video, uh, and I guess he was just a fan. And it's not like I'm in the background. It's my motherfucking video. It's crazy, but shout out to Plies. I hope you're a fan of the Bucking Idiots podcast because we are now fans of you. All right, man. Thank you, Michelle. Um, let me hit some of your points real quick before I move on. You talked about Jameis and what we're going to do with Jameis. I think franchise is really the smart option unless he gives us a two to three year sweetheart deal where we have the option after maybe the second year. Um, especially since Shaq Barrett is going to require a monster contract and I don't want to see them throw monster money at a guy who's only produced in the system for one season. I'd prefer to use the franchise tag on Shaq Barrett than I would Jameis. Um, but Mike Greenberg and Jason Light and the Glazers have a big decision ahead of them. Yeah, and after Bruce's comments last week where he was very um, dismissive of Jameis's future here, not dismissive, but dismissive in regards to answering what Jameis's future is here and said he would defer until the end of the season before he made his decision. To me, that sounds like contract negotiations. Uh, you want to play hardball. You don't want to get too overly excited. You don't want to talk the player up in the media that to me sounds like they're planning on making a contract offer to him and i don't think they want to pay top 10 quarterback money for the guy his numbers may justify it or at least some of his numbers may justify it but numbers can be twisted and contorted to show you anything and as much as i love my bucks fans and i love Jameis one of one you know, you can weaponize these stats to make them look however you want and call Jameis Winston a Hall of Fame quarterback if it makes you feel better at night. But we all know better than that. OK, just look at the cornerback position. Daryl Revis had great numbers, but he would have had even bigger numbers if quarterbacks would have actually thrown the ball at the guy. But they didn't because they were scared to throw his direction. So numbers aren't going to really tell the full story of a guy like Daryl Revis's or Darrell Revis's you know, his, his career, same with Patrick Peterson. And that's just how it is with, with, with statistics. It just, it's a, it's a piece of the puzzle. It's not the whole puzzle. Um, so be careful what you read into when you're talking about numbers and things like that. Like I said, I think that they would in a perfect world, I think they want to keep Jameis. They prefer not to franchise the guy. I don't think they want to sign into a five-year deal either with big, big money. So if they can come to a happy medium, I think that's best for all parties involved, including Jameis, because he'll have a chance to really prove himself and maybe get that monster contract at some point. But I don't see that monster contract coming now. So it's going to either be the franchise tag 
or a beneficial deal for both parties on maybe like a three-year deal. All right. Thank you again, Michelle. As always, much love. All right. On to the next one. Breaking news out of Tampa Bay. Peyton Barber extended five years, $65 million. What a move by Bruce Arians and Jason Knight. What a crew. Uh, yeah, so this is the second time this season I've uh, found two Naperville boys, Sean Baton and uh, Cameron Brait, having sex in the parking lot. Uh, so that was pretty scarring, especially for the second time. So I feel like they're trying to make some sort of baby out of it, but it's all right. Oh, uh, yeah, good win today. Uh, we got... Uh, Gardner Minshew coming back in and not really doing jack shit. Uh, Jamel Dean, he's hurt, so hopefully he's out for the rest of his career. Uh, Derek Gumbawale hasn't got the 35 rushes a game that I fucking wanted. But we're still getting the job done with Mr. Extension, $65 million, Peyton Barber. Uh, Kyle Orton's still out there, but, uh, you know, we're 5-7, and seven, so the playoffs are still going to be there. Uh, Byron Leftwich, he's kind of ugly, but he's calling good games. Uh, Bruce Arians, he's probably going to die within the next two years, but he's still calling good games. So, uh, overall, a great week. Uh, Jameis Winston, you know, he's, he's Jameis Winston, so we're gonna, we're just gonna look past that part of the game, but great, great, great game. Come on, crack. Yeah, baby. I, I mean, it's our local Bucking Idiots crackhead with a crackhead update. That was actually recorded earlier in the week after the Jacksonville game. And crackhead makes a lot of great points. Um, the First of all, the you know Jason Light offering Peyton Barber a five-year, $65 million deal. I think that's happening this offseason. I think we can all agree that there's no question Peyton Barber is potentially a Hall of Fame running back. Um, he's a healthy Todd Gurley when he's running hard. So $65 million would be a steal. For sure, Crackhead's right on the money with that. He did call Byron Leftwich ugly, and I kind of want to talk about that with you guys. I mean, let's consider, you know, he's a pretty symmetrical guy. I mean, he's a bigger dude, all right? That gives him the advantage over smaller, shorter men because I think, you know, genetically, most women want to populate the planet with bigger, larger, more firm men. And Byron Leftwich is that. But in regards to beauty, the symmetry goes a long way. So I wouldn't call Byron Leftwich ugly. I'd say he's a pretty good looking guy. Crackhead obviously feels different. So I want at least 10 bucks takes next week giving me your take on the beauty of Byron Leftwich. Uh, I can't remember everything else he said because there was just so many incredible points. And, uh, you know, what else do you expect from our local Bucking Idiots Crackhead? So, Crackhead, uh, thank you for the call once again. Looking forward to the next one. Love your energy. Keep up the good work. Okay, Betty. Uh, what? you? That's your brother? You know him? You, you, you're, that actually explains a lot. Betty's telling me that, that you're kin of her, her somehow, um, that they've been looking for you because they want to give you help. Evidently you need a hug or something more than that, crackhead. So if you could reach out to your aunt, is your aunt, grandmother, great, great grandma. I think Betty might be your great, great grandmother. Um, but if you could reach out to her, um, your family's looking for you, crackhead. So uh, much love, baby. Uh, on to the next one. Stank, Jeremy from Naples here. You're starting to see what BA and company might have had in mind with this defense. The secondary is starting to click, 
They have a little bit of pass rush. I know it's too little too late for this year, but I think the Bucks are really starting to show some, show some signs of maybe why or what they could be in the future. I'm really starting to like what I see in this team a little bit. The last two weeks have been different and in a good way. So let's keep it up. Go Bucks. Thank you again, Jeremy, for the Bucks take. That was also left after the Jacksonville game. Clearly, I didn't get one out before this game. So we always get lots of love. Jeremy, I appreciate it. You're right on the money. Last week, our pass rush looked much better. This week, they were up against a more formidable offensive line. They got to Brissett once or twice and had some pressures, but it wasn't really a great performance from the front seven uh, in this particular game, and I didn't expect to see what we saw against Jacksonville. Against Jacksonville, they were all over the place. Um, we made Foles and Minshew look real bad in the secondary um, jumped all over that last week. And I don't think the secondary had a terrible game this week. It wasn't up to the performance we had against Jacksonville. We gave up too many deep passes. Um, Whitehead gave up a big deep deep ball right there at the end of the half. You don't want to see that. Dean tackled a guy because he didn't turn his head and look back for the ball. You don't want to see that. Um, but it wasn't terrible. It wasn't, you know, in London – Carolina Panthers terrible or either of the New Orleans Saints games terrible so we're seeing improvement definitely seeing improvement and at this point in the season that's really all you can ask for all right Jeremy much appreciated on to the next one what up stank it's Anthony from Tampa yo what a fucking game huge game by Winston Got three together, baby. Three straight. Let's go. Let's go. And then there's this guy in front of me in the stadium, stands up, turns around, looks me in my face and says, he's about to miss this field goal. Looks back on the field, the ball hits the upright. Missed the field goal. Stank, man. You're a beast. Enjoyed the game with you, man. Hell of a game. Nice meeting you. You guys are awesome. Go Bucks, baby. Three straight. Hey, guys. It's Anthony again. I just had a call separately and just tell you all, boys, that I really enjoy watching the game with y'all. You guys are legit. Man, I was thinking on the way home, I can't remember the last time that I went to a Bucks game, and I go to about, like, five or six a season. I can't remember the last time that I went to a Bucks game and I sat next to legit fans, fans that didn't piss me off, fans who were diehards like y'all and i just have to tell you i appreciate y'all very much you guys are legit you guys are you guys are the ogs man i hope you guys enjoy this win for this week just like i'm gonna and you guys have a good night man anthony what's up boy it was good hanging out with you during the bucks game crazy story we're just sitting there we go and sit next to poppy latte we were not a sit i'm not sitting in my normal um season ticket seats because Papilate is like come sit in the shade all right we sit kind of directly across from each other but he's like nobody sits in the row in front of me my wife couldn't come why don't you and g-funk come and keep me company so we do that we sit in the seats in front of Papilate. we're hanging out watching the game we go and get some drinks we come back and i start talking to the dude behind me and he's like are you stank bastard and i was like yeah what the fuck how do you know that he's like i recognize your voice and 
it's that's just crazy, man. That's cool. It was awesome meeting you, brother. I'll tell you what. This boy right here is a passionate fucking Bucks fan. All right. He doesn't put up with no shenanigans. All right. He was screaming and yelling, standing up, letting the team know what was up, letting the refs know what was up, letting the quiet ass crowd around us know what was up. He wasn't afraid. And that's the that's my favorite kind of Bucks fan. We need a million more just like you, bro, out there screaming and yelling and supporting his team with real passion. That's it, man. I mean, I know you're a diehard Bucks fan. I know it just from that. You, you, you have my respect, bro. So that was cool as fuck hanging out with you, man. I uh, hope to catch up with you again at another Bucks game. Anybody out there who's coming to the games, hit me up beforehand. Let me know. We can meet up at a t at our tailgate. We normally tailgate out there this week. We went and hang, hung out at the Buck, uh, the What the Buck tailgate. Hit me up beforehand. I love to chill, hang out with you guys, crack crack a couple beers. Say what's up, man. Don't be afraid. All right, bro. Peace out. On to the next one. Hank Bastard. Drop that beat, son. Make it funky. Like G-Funky. You know who it is. G-Funk. A.K.A. The Genius. A.K.A. G-Money. A.K.A. Johnny Dollars. A.K.A. Gregorius Funkenstein. A.K.A. The Grand Wizard. A.K.A. Giorgio Lucini. Yo, ooh, we say it ain't so. Did these boys just get three in a row? Man, look at here, Stank. So excited, dog. We was at the game together. Uh, you know, I couldn't get to the studio, so I wanted to call in, leave my bucks, take, talk about some things we, we, we saw, we experienced at the game, man. You know, as always, they keep us on our toes. You know what I'm saying? A bunch of back and forth. Some of that, you know what I'm saying? Sitting in the stands and we getting our ass kicked. We go get a, a beer and come back and we win it. That kind of game. Um, man, I've seen a lot of great things. I've seen some crazy shit too. James is going to give us crazy games. What, what, you know, that's what he do, man. But I'll tell you what, bro. If they were going to tell me, listen, James is going to give you two or three picks, but that motherfucker, they're going to throw for 456 yards and give your ass five touchdowns. I'm going to say, let's run that shit. Run that shit, man. That's what I would say. Man, dog, I know I had my moments with Jameis. It's hard, you know what I'm saying? We already already said what Jameis is with his girlfriend thing and whatever, but he's looking good to me right now, ain't he? Ain't he looking sexy? And one time, let me, um, listen, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce y'all Justin Watson, ladies and gentlemen. Randy Watson. <laughs> that boy's good. Justin Watson. Give it up for your boy. Huh? Man, so happy. Go Puck. Love you, Bucking Idiot. It's a beautiful, beautiful day in the Tampa Bay area. Playoffs is not. We in the playoffs. Like Coach said, we in the playoffs, motherfucker. And we winning. Trey. Three in a row. Run that shit. Run it. Buck. Love y'all. Go Buck. One. Two. Randy Watson. <laughs> that boy is good. G Funk, what's up, man? That's too motherfucking funny that you mentioned our boy Randy. I mean, we were out there yelling for some Randy Watson, some Justin Watson at the game. So I, I, you know, I knew you had to throw that in there. You don't know what I've done with this podcast, but great motherfucking minds 
do think alike. I mean, you are the executive producer of this podcast. So you already knew that Randy Watson was going to get some love on this podcast. Randy Watson. <laughs> that boy's good. Yeah. And you couldn't have really explained the game any better. Every time we were in our seats, we got our ass kicked. When we got up to go get a beer or some food, we ball out. So really, we saw all the big plays on the TVs at the concession stand uh, until pretty much into the fourth quarter. It was crazy. We were even telling the group of fans around us that we were the bad luck and that we would leave our seats if we continued to get our ass kicked. Uh, but we never did. <laughs> Anyways, G-Funk, you, ha- you need to get your ass in the studio because I'm tired, I'm lonely, just me and old ass, crusty ass intern Betty. And she's creepy as fuck, man. You know, you met her. Betty's creepy. And I, I, man, I need a safe word on this podcast so y'all know what's really going on here um, because it ain't good, okay? And, and it's me that's getting the abuse. My wife listens to this podcast and she's like, I feel bad for intern Betty. No, don't feel bad for that old bitch. She's abusive. And speaking of abusive, did you guys focus on the Vita Vea, Quentin Nelson battle? Because there was abusive behavior occurring on both sides okay it was a thing of beauty quentin nelson is an absolute fucking monster nobody moves vita vea around he did but same goes for vita vea he was plowing quentin nelson over at times too was a juggernaut battle like godzilla and mothra it was it was a thing of beauty man if you like interior line pay line play i know you had the baby oil out and you were all lubed up for that battle because we all anticipated it and uh it did not disappoint one motherfucking bit anyways bucking idiots i hope you enjoyed this episode the 25th episode of the bucking idiots podcast 25 in the bank unreal and we're just getting started here I have big, big plans for the Bucking Idiots podcast going into season two. I mean, we will have no offseason. I'll be recording shows during the offseason. We'll have a shit ton of draft coverage. I already talked to Trevor Sycamore. He's going to come on, talk draft. Uh, You know, obviously, Sammer and the whole crew. We're going to be talking lots during the offseason. There is no offseason in the NFL. And I hope that you, Bucking Idiots, continue to come in with your bucks takes and participate in the podcast because that's what makes this podcast special it's you guys it's fun you guys are just like me you're crazy motherfuckers and i like that shout out to brother lou who we got to hang out with as well just ran into him ran into him in the concession area twice had to give him the huge bear hug you know pinch on his booty a little bit brother lou you know we love you baby okay Anyways, back to what I was saying. If you want to participate in this beautiful podcast, real simple, pick up your telephone, dial 813-444-8807, and we'll get you on here. I apologize for those who left podcast or uh, Bucks Takes last week. A lot of you called back in this week. I didn't want to play everything from last week but i did get most of you guys on much appreciated other than you zammy i love you zam i apologize didn't get your last last week's buck take on but i'm sure i'll get another one from you um yeah man three in a fucking row 
Three in a row. Let's get that fourth victory. I can't fucking wait. Hit me up on Twitter if you want to talk bucks. If you want to just say what's up. And bucking idiots, I love you, man. I love you more than I love some of my family. All right? I love you more than I love some of my stepkids. Hey, don't say that. Don't, don't let anybody say that. Don't let my wife hear me say that. But I do. I actually love you more than that. All right? I mean, I feel like we're in an open relationship. And I'm going to confess my love to you on the airwaves. Because I'm famous now. Ply's made me famous. Go to Ply's Instagram and you can see my beautiful mug. And G-Funk in the back looking straight up gangster. The beard is just luscious. I was rubbing some baby oil in it right before that. It's glistening in the sunshine. Ah, it's a beautiful thing, man. Beautiful thing. Fucking idiots. I fucking love you, baby. Love you. Go Bucks. I'm out.